This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Good morning. This is Garrett Crawford with Making Finances Easier. Uh, we are run from Providence Advisors Group. We're a registered investment advisory firm out here in West Knoxville, Tennessee, actually based in West Knoxville, Tennessee. Our office is uh, at the intersection of North Shore Drive and Pellissippi Parkway. Uh, we have uh, really our only office up here. Uh, if you know where that Kroger's and that Corner 16 is on the North Shore Drive exit, uh, you can kind of keep going up that hill past Corner 16, and we're on the, the bottom first floor of that big brick red, big red brick office building, and uh, that's where you can find us. So uh, today I've got uh, not Paul Cochran with me today. He's actually at a conference Uh but I've got Ben Landis here with me. How you doing, Ben? Doing well. Glad to be here. All right. Uh, ben is our uh, Medicare guy, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. But to stay true to the uh, tradition of the show, we just thought we'd start with one uh, kind of fun question. But Ben, uh, I've answered a lot of these, but listeners probably don't know a lot about you. But what's... Uh, Let's let's call it a. What, what is your favorite hobby, or what do you find yourself doing the most uh, when you're not at work right now? Uh, well, right now has actually been a, a pretty busy season for my wife and I. We uh, we actually had some some water damage to our house, and so I've had lots of work going on with that. <laughs> and so I've been uh, kind of putting on my uh, contractor costume and pretending like I know how to do stuff in our house, and uh, it's been a, a pretty lengthy process, but. Uh, Besides that, I've actually been getting into. Uh, I've been playing softball with a few friends from mine. Mm. Uh, never, never touched a baseball bat. Put on a baseball glove, and so uh, played sports all my life. But it's my first time trying anything out that's uh, like baseball or softball related. So it's been kind of an interesting learning curve over the last okay, few weeks. Okay, so, so what uh, what position do they have you playing on defense? Are you in the outfield or are you an infield guy? I am in the outfield, which uh, I think, I don't know, I think there's some skill involved. For what it, what oh, it yeah. seems like, it seems like most of the better guys are on the infield. So I think, I don't know if I've quite kind of made the made the crossover to infield yet. I, I think it probably depends on what level of softball you're playing. Uh, I played in a church league growing up, and uh, I'm right-handed in everything, but I bat left-handed. Uh, uh, I hesitate. Are you playing right field or left field? Or center field. Uh, I'll play in center field. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's where all the good defensive players play. But uh, okay, I go. think you usually stick your weakest fielder in right field because you don't face as many left-handed batters. And so I always relished that in my small church league because whenever I would pull the ball as a left-hander, if I could get it past the right fielder, I knew I was going somewhere. But uh, I did I did pick up on that a little bit. I, I actually started my first game. I was in right field. <laughs> I think they were, they were, the rest of the team was trying to get a feel for if I could uh, if I could catch you know anything. And so uh, fortunately, I think I've maybe you, you I guess graduated, kind of graduated yeah, from right okay. field, moved over to center. 
but I did I did feel like you know looking at the skill that other teams were putting out in right field, it seemed like there was yeah, maybe a well, little. I was uh, a kid of, kid of the '90s. I'm sure a lot of listeners are were into baseball before that, but I grew up a King Griffey Jr. fan. He was a center fielder for the Seattle Mariners, and I remember the center fielders with guys jumping up on the side of the fence and catching home run balls. But I feel like once you get to a level of softball. Uh, Guys are actually wouldn't want to play the infield. Those guys are drilling those balls, and I would I would feel much safer in the outfield than I would be at the one of the hot corners. Uh, I definitely uh, I think I don't think our league is uh, really you know competing with the the MLB or whatever the equivalent would be for softball. Uh, there's actually in the league we play in, in uh, a home run is considered an out. Uh, to I guess prevent people from sending it you know over the yeah, fence every time if they're capable, and so I'd say probably. 90, 95% of hits barely make it out of the infield. They either pop straight up or they just kind of, you know, flutter along oh, on the that's ground. That's interesting. That's why we do <laughs> these. Uh, I didn't even know that you were doing that, Ben, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, let's see. I, I'll answer my own question. What is my current hobby or what do I find myself doing the most? Uh, I'd say right now I'm, uh, I've never had much of a green thumb, and I really don't expect to the rest of my life. I just don't know a lot about it. But uh, I'm trying to overseed my lawn uh, with a certain type of grass, and uh, there, there's a lot of people out there that have immaculate lawns, and that's not even really my goal. I just uh, this past winter we had Bermuda grass, and uh, it was kind of brown and patchy, and I ended up getting attacked by clovers, which I guess really aren't even a bad thing. But I've been doing a lot of reading about different grasses, and uh, I'm going to try to overseed some some rye grass over the winter. So the past couple of weeks, that's what I've been reading about and learning about riveting i know but uh kind of fun yeah i uh, I, I definitely uh we got our house about a year ago and you know I, at first i was like well i'll mow my grass i don't you know i'm young i don't really care that much about my grass you know just keep it maintained and that's all that matters but i definitely feel like it it starts to creep up on you as like kind of like a, a, a husband or a dad you know just Looking out at your grass every time you pull in it each day, like, yeah. you know maybe I, maybe I, I should put a little, a little extra s- seed over there, trim it a little bit there. I saw something on uh, some social media website and it was making fun of thirty-year-olds like me or thirty-five. Said, there, there comes a time in every mid-thirty-year-old male where they feel like they have to become a good barbecue person. They have to uh, take care of their lawn. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> on to more important things for today. Uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, well, actually, real quick, uh, if if you do hear anything on the show today that you find interesting, and we're talking about Medicare and uh, this this enrollment season, I think is what we're going to be talking about. If you need help, Ben's going to be your guy. Uh, he might even tell you a couple more ways you can get in touch with him online. But uh, the phone number you could call is 865-770-5031, and that's one way. And I'll let Ben tell you about a, another website way here in a second but Ben I know enough about Medicare to probably be dangerous but anytime a client asks a specific question I had two phone calls today where I said that's a great question uh, we've got a guy Ben Landis who you need to get in touch with and he will walk you through uh, all of this so I know when to delegate to you and that's becoming more and more common uh, right now this time of year but uh, in the past few years I know that October is a really busy time for people that are thinking about Medicare. They're already on Medicare. And uh, I think it's called uh, open enrollment season. Uh, But is that, is that what's happening? Is that what's going on? Tell us about open enrollment. What is it? 
Yeah, so uh, like you know, most of you listen and probably know whether you want to or not, uh, it's coming up here. Uh, it's called actual uh, annual enrollment period or <laughs> Medicare <laughs> annual enrollment period. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of different organizations um, and publications like to throw out different names, but generally it's called the Medicare annual enrollment period. And uh, that will go from each year, October 15th, to December 7th. And uh, what you had mentioned, open enrollment period, um, it can really wear a few different hats, but generally, uh, kind of when we're talking about it uh, in this situation, we would say the open enrollment period or the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period uh, is actually kind of a a separate time that happens in the spring. Um, It starts in January and goes for a few months, um, but We'll get, you know, talk about that maybe a little bit later so we don't want to confuse you. So just to reiterate, what we're talking about right now and what, again, you know, whether you want to or not, you're probably getting tons of mail, tons of TV ads, things like that. Uh, this is called the Medicare annual enrollment period. Okay. And so uh, is is that for somebody that's already on Medicare or is it for somebody that's uh, about to be on Medicare? And I think there's something about like... Uh, Sometimes people switch plans. Uh, once you get on a Medicare plan, don't you stay on that plan for the rest of your life? Or what, what, what's this about switching plans? Yeah, so that's a great question. A lot of people uh, kind of have that similar uh, vein of thought. Uh, so to answer the first part of that, uh, the Medicare annual enrollment period is specifically for people who are already on Medicare. And that is people that just have, you know, your, your government issued a little red, white, and blue card. That's your original Medicare uh, whether you're on that or you're on a Medicare Advantage plan or, uh, you know, original Medicare with a Medigap, um, I know a lot of different terms, but pretty much just overarching anyone with any type of Medicare, uh, this annual enrollment period is for you. Okay. And so, like, uh, I, I know I've got family members that are still working, they're approaching that age of Medicare, and they, they might have a Medicare Part A that they've signed up yet for, but they're still working. They don't have Part B, they don't have a supplement or advantage plan. This annual enrollment period that's happening from October 15th to the end of the year, that's not for them. This is for people that are currently on a plan and uh, may want to switch a plan. Is that kind of the idea? Correct. Yeah. So you had mentioned people that are still working. Uh, they, they took their Part A when they turned 65, but they've continued to work and they have coverage uh, through their employer or through their spouse's employer. Um, those people would not really need to worry about this enrollment period. Uh, it wouldn't really have anything to do with them because, again, they're just on Part A. Uh, this is for people that are both on Parts A and B. Um, and then anyone else that has extras past that. But kind of the baseline is someone that has parts A and B. And uh, getting into what you were talking about of, you know, who is this? Should I switch? Should I care about this? Should I just stick yeah. with my plan? Is it all the same? Um, that's really just going to kind of come down um, to individuals. Um, so from year to year, a lot of people think that these plans don't change at all, uh, when in reality, they actually do Sometimes they may not change almost at all, um, but you can pretty much be guaranteed every year these plans are going to at least change their premium prices. Um, So that is your monthly premium you pay for the plan may not change. uh, The monthly premium uh, that you pay for your plan uh, may change from year to year. 
And so, like, I'm thinking, uh, so is this like a supplement policy that could change? I guess that's like uh, they kind of go up with health care costs each year. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. So when they make these changes, um, and uh, just to back it up, if you were to decide to make one of these changes, I know that enrollment period is from October 15th to December 7th. Uh, none of these changes would come into play until January 1st of the next year. And uh, so that makes sense. when you're looking at these plans uh, here in a few weeks, they're all uh, starting January 1st of 2024. And uh, as far as the changes from year to year, um, again, not a whole lot will change generally, um, but there is the possibility that coverage can change and worst case scenario, um, different networks can change for what's covered for your plan. So you're, most people are not gonna change from year to year, but I would say that everyone needs to at least check if they should change, just because again, you may love a plan that you're on and it's working great, but for whatever reason, they decide, you know, we're not gonna uh, cover mom and pop's network anymore, and then you know, you're gonna have to figure out what's gonna work for you. Well, and I, I don't wanna steal your thunder, because I think we might talk about it here in a little bit, but um, whether you're on a supplement plan or an Advantage plan, a supplement plan being like an original Medicare, I think that's what you call it. It seems like I've seen clients kind of go back and forth uh, each way. Like I think I've, we've had clients before that started off on the supplement route and they decided later on after being on it for a few years, they would rather have an Advantage plan. And it also sometimes happens the other way where a client is on an Advantage plan and says, oh boy, I wish I could do an original Medicare, which I know can be harder, but maybe let's let's jump just a little bit. And uh, we, we've hit those terms a couple times. I know as people get closer to 65 and they need to sign up for a policy, Advantage, Medicare supplements, original Medicare, those are kind of confusing terminology, but just give us like a high flyover basics of the difference between, and I know you could probably talk about an out, when people come in, this is like a whole appointment, dis, you know, delineating the differences between the two, but if, if you had to give just a couple minute answer, uh, how would you say the difference, what are the differences between a uh, original Medicare supplement and an Advantage plan? Yeah, so you're, you're kind of hitting on uh, what really gets me fired up and passionate about uh, how Medicare works uh, in our current day and age. Um, and that is the differences between Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement uh, with in regards to what we're talking about today, uh, enrollment periods. Um, so just to, again, give you a quick breakdown, uh, Medicare Advantage is going to be like your traditional insurance, um, except they're getting a, a getting a little help from the federal government. So, you know, what you've been paying into for, you know, your whole life, more or less, uh, the Medicare program, uh, that's going to give a little bit of help to these private insurance companies. So you're still going to have networks for the most part, uh, as well as co-pays or co-insurances. Again, it'll depend on the plan and the company, um, but, you know, for the most part, all those are going to have a different kind of blend of those for them to make money back. Um, but again, they're being aided by the federal government, so it's going to be a much more competitive plan for much cheaper. Uh, and for and you. so when I hear that, I I know you said it, but I just hear the word. There's a network. There is a kind of pre-approved list of physicians and doctors that they really want you to go to in order to get uh, health care coverage. And so. Uh, if your doctors are in that plan, great, but if they aren't, uh, that's not ideal, correct? 
Exactly. Yeah. And so they obviously they do this just for financial reasons. If they are in control and uh, in contact with everyone uh, that they know you're going to be seen, uh, they're able to figure out much better, uh, more lucrative uh, positions for themselves. Uh, you know, speaking as from a place of the insurance company. Um, so that's why they do this is by limiting these networks, they can kind of save themselves a little bit money. Um, the kind of flip side of that is the Medicare supplement. Uh, plan or Medigap plan. Uh, this is something that you, you buy your Medicare uh, or you get your Medicare A and then you pay for your Medicare B. Um, and then this is something that you get alongside both of those. And it will have no networks, uh, no out-of-pocket costs, no coinsurances, nothing like that. Uh, it's very simple. You just pay your monthly premium and uh, you have a, a small deductible that everyone has. And uh, you pay that, you know, two hundred and twenty-five dollar deductible, and then your monthly premium, and you know you can essentially consider your uh, annual health care covered. You don't have to worry about paying when you actually go to the doctor. Yeah, and I, I think I've tried to explain it before. You know, I end up ultimately handing people off to you, like the original Medicare route, like. Medicare Part A, people have paid into their whole life out of their paycheck. I think yeah. it's like 1.45% of their paycheck goes to pay for this Medicare Part A policy. And then when you get ready to retire, you're going to have to sign up for a Medicare Part B usually. What's that? Is it like 160 something dollars a month? Is that pretty close yeah. uh, this year? Yeah, I'll, uh, it's a, a little bit in the weeds. So if you're, you're really listening in and want to kind of remember some of this stuff, you can kind of get your pen and paper out right now and maybe write down a few of these numbers. So like, uh, like Garrett had said, that Medicare Part A, you've been paying for your whole life, that's zero dollars, uh, you know, provided you've worked for at least 10 years. Uh, that's completely free to everyone, including your spouse, even if they haven't worked 10 years. Um, Medicare Part B, uh, like Garrett was kind of hinting at, is $164.90 uh, for the year of 2023. Per, per spouse, if you're married. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's per person. And that is for everyone that is currently on uh, Medicare. Uh, you can't, some people may say, well, I don't, you know, my cousin Ricky, he only pays, he pays zero dollars for his Medicare. Yeah, I've heard uh, this one. He actually is getting it withheld from his social security statement. Uh, I can promise you that no one is getting that part B for free. Everyone is at least paying $164 and 90 cents, uh, if they have Medicare B or an advantage or a supplement or whatever the case yeah, may be. Sure. Okay, well, we've got, we've got just a few minutes uh, left here. And so I kind of wanted to skip to, let's be thinking about the person that's already on a Medicare policy. They're out there listening and they're wondering, uh, you know, is, is the policy that I'm on appropriate or the, is the Part D plan and the prescription drugs that I'm paying for, is that appropriate? They want to do a review. They think they need to do something during this annual enrollment period between October 15th and December 7th. Ben, if you don't mind, uh, just spend a few minutes here talking about, uh, I, I think we'll do the, the cart before the horse. Uh, talk about how they could get in touch with you, like what's the best way, whether phone number or online. Tell them about that experience of what would happen if they put their information in, who would call them, and then if they came in for an appointment, what that would look like. And I think that'd probably be a good place to, to stop for today. Yeah. Well, so uh, again, at the beginning of the show, uh, we had talked about our phone number. Uh, again, that's 865-770-5031. Uh, 
if you call that number, uh, you can leave us a voicemail, and we'll uh, we'll get that and give you a call back and get you you know figure out what dates are going to work for you and whether or not you'd like to come in in person uh, or you know if you're far away or you're just more comfortable, uh, we can give you a phone call and kind of do like an initial uh, appointment with you that way. Um, if you're comfortable signing up online, uh, I actually have a website. It's called makingmedicareeasier.com. And if you go on there, uh, it's real simple. It's on the you know, the front page. You can just create your own appointment. So uh, it kind of cuts us out and you can just figure out what time works for you and uh, just set that up to either, again, meet in person or over the phone. And uh, I'm not sure how much time we have left and how much I can talk about it. Um, but what we'd kind of do in those initial appointments is... You know, we just threw a bunch of information at you uh, with different dates and prices and things like that. Uh, my goal is to really kind of simplify things for you. So you tell me, what are you paying now? Uh, is that good for you? Is that not good for you? Uh, and then I look at your healthcare needs. And so if you're going to the doctor, you know, seven times a week, maybe looking at something that would cover you a little better. And uh, I just kind of get a lot of info from you uh, and then plug that in to my resources and what I have seen um, from the market and kind of help you make a decision. Should I stay where I'm at? Should I change my drug plan? Should I change my you know, Advantage or original Medicare? Uh, it really is just kind of a you tell me exactly what your scenario is and then I do the work and try to figure out what's the best plan for you. And uh, a big focus that I think we do that uh, I would say other places do not do um, maybe as well is we like to focus on just kind of educating you as well. Uh, so when I you know say, well, this is the plan that I think would work best for you. My goal is for you to understand why I'm telling you that this That's is the plan good. for you and not just, oh, this is the one you should go for and go sign up for it. So I want you to be uh, kind of pushing me to sign you up for it by the end of it. I don't want you to feel like you're, you know, just kind of being dragged along and don't really know what you're getting into. Well, that's good. And then uh, I think it's obviously a question. Some people are going to know this, but uh, how much does it cost to meet with you or is there a cost? There is not. And uh, actually, if, if you have anybody telling you, let me give you some Medicare advice and I'll get you signed up for a plan. It's only 15 bucks or something like that. Uh, give me, let me know, give me a call because those, they're definitely breaking uh, quite a few laws there. And so uh, just kind of as a, a fiduciary uh, insurance broker, our job is uh, to charge you nothing for our advice and help you get the best plan possible. And I think too, like you're, uh, when, when a Medicare policy is purchased, there's a commission and that's really the only way to get a Medicare policy. So you aren't going to be writing a check to Ben. Uh, you're going to have to, you, you could probably try to do some of this on your own, but uh, if there's no cost to you, I would be going through independent Medicare agent to get their opinion and to give you some peace of mind that you're doing the right thing. So, uh, Ben, we are out of time. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, he's going to be a busy guy over the next uh, couple months. And so I really would recommend if you if you need some help, 865-770-5031 or go check out makingmedicareeasier.com. Until next time, talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online 
at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.